Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 55 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running Anthem podcast on the internet. I am your host, Steve, along with my two co-hosts today, Devin and Mike. Guys, hi. What's hi. going on, man? What's going on? It's one of those days where we've, we're facing a lot of technical issues. Where our... But they're not our issues this time. I, I don't know whose issues they are, but they're preventing us from doing a video this week and there's just a lot of stuff that kind of makes it really frustrating it's like it's like we've gone back in time to when we first started doing this and microphones weren't working videos weren't working computers weren't working we didn't even know what anthem was all about and it was just kind of a mess and now we're kind of back to that we'll have to excuse jd he had a family emergency that he had to attend to so we hope everything is going well with jd so all well wishes to him and to his family guys it has been a week it has been a week of not a ton of information i mean we got some new information right we got a blog post from casey um seems like they're posting those at the end of each month um we got one recently that we will touch on it's got a lot of exciting stuff um for us to talk about not a ton of stuff to talk about but a lot of exciting stuff that that we can talk about i'm sure everyone has heard it no one has got any misinformation from the blog post i'm sure it's clear crystal clear to everyone on the internet mark is not getting any questions about beta releases release dates who gets it when who gets it where how many colossus colossi you can actually pilot during the show not during the show but during the game so lots of stuff going <laughs> during on. the show during, during the show, show. our the show, show that's what we're gonna call classes. anthem from now on the show the we're show. just gonna call it the show like big show ready for the, the show what is the big show this is the greatest show this is the greatest show it's the greatest show. This is the greatest show that's been going on for 55 episodes. Man, it's been a long time. So, guys, usually we do a get-to-know-you question. So, I want to know, movie you're most excited about that is releasing um, this year still? I will go first. Um, and I'm going to go Mary Poppins Returns. All right. And that's coming out this year? Uh, December 19th? February, oh, yeah. uh, November 19th? It's, it's going to be a holiday release. Is it Mary Poppins Returns or the Return of Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins I think it's Mary Strikes Poppins. Back. Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, Saw the trailer. Looks good. Mary Dick Pop- Van Dyke. Gotta love him. Mary Poppins Forever. Something like that. I believe I'm Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Poppins, y'all. Do it again? I, I don't know. No, don't do it again, please. <laughs> I'm Poppins, y'all. Don't you worry about it. What? I don't That's, even know. Uh, my JD impression. That's... <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> JD's not here. Ha! I, can... <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm not sure. We we've degraded greatly. It has been a long day. A day. Maybe You've we seen re- some things to this day, haven't you? Maybe I've we seen. record too late. Mike, that was a great segue. I should have just not pointed it out and let Devin go with it, but I had to point <laughs> it out because you know um, greatness should be recognized. So, well done, Mike. On Steve's, the segue. Steve's kind of new at this. It's not we'll that I'm new. It's, I think we just record way too late in the day is what we do. We need to like pick a better recording time where we're not all super tired. You know, might... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and second that and say that some daytime recordings would not be the worst thing. 
It's yeah, true. What are we can do with our children, right? So, yeah, we got children. We got pets. My, I'm my never kids home play from soccer work on, on Saturdays. Time. But you're supposed to be at those games, right? Yeah. You know what? I've seen them play. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that great. Let's just get it. Put that out They're there. Not that great. Okay. All right. Back to the get to know you question. Uh, Mary Poppins does look good, um, but I'm looking forward to two movies: the uh, new Harry Potter movie. Right? It's not a Harry Potter, but you know. Um, oh, what is it? The, it's at the universe. Fifty Shades of Grindelwald. Mystic- what is it? Mystical creatures and where to find them. <laughs> Fifth, uh, yes. Dangerous. Dangerous <laughs> bugs. Fifty. Dangerous. Fifty Shades <laughs> of Dangerous Creatures and where to find them. Fantastical beasts and how to tame them. Fantastical. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Also looking forward to uh, Venom, right? So you you are looking. I didn't. Okay, that's we'll, that's we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead time. and give you that redo. But go ahead and say what other movie you're really you're really excited for. Like not the fake one that you were obviously making a joke about. No, I think it looks good. Okay, I don't know. It looks interesting to me. It's obviously that. There's also it's that Queen biopic know. thing or whatever. It's not really biopic, but you know. Okay, is it that movie? Is it biopic or is it biopic? It's biopic. Because <laughs> it's potato, a- potato. No. <laughs> <laughs> biopic, biopic. Yeah, it's a biopic. It's like a biography Bio-pic. in pictures. Biopic. Biopic. Not a biopic. 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 That's like a person with two eyes. Hey. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> How to pronounce? It is too late. Biopic. It is too late to record. Let's talk about geoarchaeology, okay? Let's do talk uh, about geoarchaeology. <laughs> okay, okay, real quick. I want to. We're gonna. We're actually gonna start talking about Anthem. I promise. This, you know. Did what? you tell yeah. us what your movie you're, you're excited? No, for? No, I don't even know what's coming out because I don't watch movie trailers, so I have no oh. idea what's coming out. So it's kind of like, hey, if we're going to go to the movies, we're going to pick from a list. Whatever sounds good, that's what we're going to see. Whether it's trash or garbage, I don't know. So I'm totally off the, I don't want anything spoiled for any of the movies that we're going to go watch. So it's going to be a complete surprise. So I don't even know what's coming out. I didn't even know Revenge of Mary Poppins was going to be released. So So real quick, guys, there is a... I would watch that. You you would. There's 149 days until Anthem gets released on February 22nd. That means there's 142 days until it gets released for, for people that have it on Origin Access Premiere for PC. They get to play a week early, so that is the 15th of February. People that um, sign up through Xbox EA Access and the PC Access, they'll also get it, but that's only a 10-hour demo. And then same with the Xbox. Same with the Xbox. And then February first is the demo for everybody. So everyone demo. that everyone that pre-orders has access to the demo, whether it's pre-ordered on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. You have access to the demo. We don't know right now how long that's going to be. We do know that so far there's only one. We don't know if it's going to be a three-day demo. We don't know if it's going to only be another ten-hour demo. But right now, that's all they have announced. So they, a lot of people are asking if there's more than one. A lot of people are asking how long it is. We know, we don't know um, if there's going to be more than this. It doesn't sound like there is. I would imagine if there were going to be multiples, they would have announced it ahead of time. Right now, February first is very close to the fifteenth release date. So I can't imagine that they will have more than more demos than that. I think there's what only one more, 
weekend um, between that time. So if they were going to do another weekend demo, there's maybe might only be one, but that's right before the game releases, right before the PC actually gets to get a, a week before everyone else does. So, so far, that's yeah. all the information that they've given out about the demos. They haven't said anything about, um, well, they did announce the alpha test. We'll talk about that later. But as far as we know right now, um, normal people, <laughs> um, all of us normal people, <laughs> We don't have access to the alpha. We don't have access to the beta. They are not open. So they're all closed. Um, they haven't said anything. I don't think they're going to say anything about it. Right now, it's pretty tight-lipped on, on all that stuff. So I wouldn't hold your breath for <gasps> access to an alpha or access to a beta. If they were going to, I'd imagine they would have already been teasing that or would have said that you got access. There's been a lot of stuff on Reddit where people have been saying that the, you do get alpha access and beta access. There's no real like basis to that statement we haven't seen anything official from anyone so i would if anyone starts saying that you get access to the alpha and beta if you pre-order from a certain place i would call them i, I don't shenanigans. Want, i don't want to call yeah we'll call shenanigans we'll call on shenanigans on that because they haven't announced anything i don't know if they are going to announce anything but we'll wait for that yeah <sighs> sorry because what else can we do now. What else can we do but wait? I mean, you do a podcast. That's what you do. And you talk about random stuff for who knows how long for 55 episodes. That's the other we thing. We talk that you about can do. anthem stuff. All right. So continue to talk about anthem stuff. And then we're going to let Devin tell us about his trip on how that's going to correlate to anthem. I'm sure it's going to be a great correlation. That's going to make master a ton of, of segues. Master of segues. So, first of all, we've had some really big news in like the gaming industry today in total. So, Sony has opened up crossplay for Fortnite, which is is a really big deal. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal because it's only for one game right now. But right now Sony is beta testing their cross platform play with Fortnite. So everyone right now can play against each other if you opt into those platforms. Um on all the platforms you can opt just just to play with your own platform or to play with everyone else. So you can play Fortnite against someone that's playing on a PlayStation. Someone that's playing on a Mac, someone that's playing on PC, someone that's playing on a mobile phone, and then someone that's playing on an Xbox. I've I don't think I've ever I've played it a little bit with my with my kids, and we've never opted to play with other people on the platform. So I don't know how the communication works when you're going between that. Um, yeah. I imagine that's something that if Sony continues to allow cross-platform play with other people, that's something that. The developers will have to figure out whether they're using their own system for communication. It's just team chat. So because just... I've 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 done it before with the like when I was playing on Xbox and one of my friends was on PC, and it's just you're just in team chat. So. Okay, so so pretty seamless. You get in team chat. You can't really make yep. parties across the systems, which is fine. Yeah. But I mean, this this is a big deal. This puts us one step closer to Anthem being. You know what? If you have it on PC. You have it on Xbox. We can play with each other. Well, I mean, it gets it closer to the ability. I mean, just because they allow it doesn't mean the developer has put that technology forth, right? So Right. And I think this is, I mean, this is something if you're a developer, and in my mind, I'm not a developer, but in my mind, this is something that you want for your game. You want yep. a, the biggest amount of people that can play with each other because that means you're not you're not dividing your player base on based on features of what this um, platform has compared to what this platform has you're really just you know you're putting all your people into one group so you can better cater to them without having to to separate them 
in my mind, that's, you know, that's the desire for any developer to have, you know, yeah. this is with a group of people. We can throw all this stuff at them and no matter where they're playing, they have access to all the content that we can put out. Um, I don't know how things like exclusivity would do, would handle this kind of stuff. Like if Sony has rights with Activision to produce stuff for, um, for Destiny, you know, they get their extra strikes, they get their extra weapons at a certain time. I don't know how that would work if you're trying to team up with people that have a strike and you don't have a strike, how that all works out. But they probably just wouldn't put it in there in the pool for, you know, cross play. So. Right. And things like that are, you know, the things that a developer would have to consider. Whereas they can say, nope, everyone has access to this stronghold. Or if you bought it on PlayStation, you get, you know, four extra strongholds. You know, hopefully stuff like that doesn't happen in Anthem because that kind of stuff is just really annoying. And then, you know, exclusivity deals really, really bug me. But I think this is a great step for gaming as a, as a whole because it puts us closer to that parity of just, you know, it doesn't matter what you buy. You can play with friends that have, you know, different consoles or have purchased different things for other reasons. It makes it so that everyone's just kind of playing together. And I think that's the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Mike, you have opinions. I do, and I'm thinking here, okay, so so I'm a manufacturer of said gaming console. And you know what? If I want people to buy my console versus the other console, I'm going to want to shop for those studios that give me some exclusivity because then it's the draw to to that console. I can understand it as a business as a business plan, a business model to get the exclusive stuff so that people come to your console. Right. I can understand that happening. I don't I don't know if I mean cross play capability is of course what everybody wants to do, right? You because you want to play with everybody. You don't want it to have it be a thing. But I can also see it being a thing. Um, and you know, it's the whole it's the whole Adidas versus Nike, um, Xbox versus PlayStation, uh, Cool Ranch versus Nacho Cheese. You know, everybody thinks theirs is better. And and at the end of the day, I think you're still doing the same stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're still friends with the guy that wears Nikes, right? And you, uh, and, yeah, and you, I think and, so. I mean, you can play are, basketball. Are, are Xbox people and PlayStation people not friends? Well, well, the problem is with that. It's like you can you can still play basketball with a guy that's wearing Nikes, right? That him, I guess him that's wearing true. those shoes doesn't prevent you from you know shooting hoops together. But right. you know, someone having a PlayStation, someone having an Xbox prevents them from playing Anthem together. If if everything is is level across the board, yes, I see your point. But in in the case of We'll use Destiny as the example because that's what we played when we, when we uh, kind of balked over the whole Sony exclusivity thing. I mean, they had they had the strike what a year before we did. They had the weapons a year before we did, like a whole year. I mean, I get maybe a week, maybe a month, but a year like like that doesn't make any sense. That was excessive amount, you know. They they took it to beyond excessive you know there was some yeah. stuff the xbox didn't get for two whole years uh that sony had exclusive and by the time it comes out it's like what's the point of even having that what's the Unless point this like, is so low power now that nobody uses it everything, right yeah so, yeah which is not enough space to collect everything anyways so right and then from a developer standpoint it's like okay i'm gonna make this really awesome strike that only two-thirds of the people that own our game are going to be able to see like you I think I would think you would want everyone to be able to experience that. So I would think it kind of feels bad for a developer to be like, you know, sorry to all you guys that 
didn't bite on this console for whatever reason, but you're not going to have access to this piece of content that I've been working it's all on. For about this money. But, but, but again, that's not the developer, right? No, but, but I'm, the... I'm not saying that they're like, that that's their goal. I'm saying the developer, like, if you're developing something for your game, you want as many people to see it as possible, right? You don't, yeah. I, I think when you're making a level, you don't care that, you know, whoever bought whichever system. You just like, I'm, I'm going to put all the hard work into making this as cool as I can. And I want everyone to be able, be able to enjoy it. And when you have that a deal like that, you know, a portion of the group can't do it, can't experience it for, you know, for something out of your control. Because that's like, you know, marketing deals and all that other stuff that, you know, you as a level designer, you don't care about that stuff. You're just making the coolest level that you can. And you want people to see it. So. Yep. That's what we think anyway, right? That's the, that's the, uh, Lawful neutral, the neutral. Yeah, well, I mean, when neutral. you're working there, you want you're making your stuff. You don't want it to be, you know, exclusive. But there's nothing you can do because it's a business, right? And people get what they pay for, and so if Sony or Microsoft, somebody else throws a lot of money behind the game, they're going to get exclusivity and get what they're asking for for the money that they're putting. And that's basically what Sony got with Destiny, and you know. Yeah, that, I mean, Mike, that's like you, your kids come to school one day and you separate them by whoever has Nikes, whoever has Adidas, and you're like, all right, kids with Adidas, you get to play basketball <laughs> for 30 minutes before the kids with Nikes get to play. It's not pretty, something... Pretty and, sure I'd be in jail. <laughs> well, there you... No, I don't... Yeah. So, I mean, and that's not something like, you're like, okay, well, this is the rules and I came here to play, teach the kids basketball and this is a rule that was set in place before me, so I right. guess... You know, your hands are tied at that point, but you want everyone to have fun. But half your kids can't have fun, so you give them, you know, a shuttlecock and you have them play badminton because everyone loves to play badminton. I think you just wanted to get that word in. Badminton? <laughs> Badminton's a fun word. All right. So Twitter. Batman we're going to Twitter. Mark, Moving on. So Mark's Moving at, on. Mark's still at it, still answering tons of questions. I think I can't figure out if Mark is a bot or if people have made bots to talk with Mark on Twitter or if they're all bots and they're all just something like this uh, circle that keeps going. Because he's answered a bunch of questions of the same people that have asked this, the same question multiple days in a row. Anyway, PotatoMan123 asks on Twitter, This is probably taking customization too far, but can you change the color of the fabric padding inside the javelins? So when the player enters one, it can look a bit different. And Mark says, We have discussed this, not at launch, but maybe later. And he says, At least get some Febreze up in there. Which I'm guessing, you know, if that's some leather padding, you're sweating in that thing. That thing's going to be pretty rank. Hopefully, there's like some pressure washers in the fort where you can spray this stuff out. Uh, no, there's no microchips. Hmm. You don't need a microchip for a pressure washer. Hey, you, you do need microchips to mass produce Febreze. I'm guessing. So well, and 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 don't you need microchips for a heads-up display? Just saying. Well, this isn't nope. a heads-up display. We have ciphers looking over our shoulder telling us what to do. So as we as we talk about customization, um, they've talked about being able to change color, being able to change the look of a lot of the stuff. But this is like on a whole new level that I didn't even think about. I never even thought about being able to change the interior of the javelin that we're flying because we see that for maybe, you know, so far we've seen it for like a split second. As we get inside of it in the Strider, we also saw it in well, the original Well, you see it when, you're just, when it's just sitting there, right? So If it's open, yeah, right? So what do you guys think? Do you guys want the ability to change like the interior of your Javelin? Or is this something that's like, no, that's no, not the way No, irrelevant. Move on. <laughs> okay. I think it's, it's totally fine. I mean, if they want to go to that level of optimization, that's great. 
And people you can can't customize change the, those you things. You can't change the color of your interior in Forza. Who cares? That's a different game. Exactly. Who cares? Move on. <laughs> well, I'm saying who cares Fast. about what you're saying. No. This is how Mark feels all the time. You know that, right? <laughs> He's like sitting at his computer going, are you serious? So Next. Move hey. on. The game is big, guys. It's not 100 megabytes. Okay. so, so Come my, on. So my question is... Um, because they're going to be we're going to be able to purchase a lot of custom customization, right? Like, what's yeah. the price you put on the color of the interior of a javelin? Like, you're going to be able to unlock. Um, I'm guessing you're going to be able to unlock, you know, different colors, um, customizable parts. Yeah, I don't different know how fabrics. Do that. I don't. I don't know how that happens if you go Patterns, to a vendor or something. But cardboard, suede, crushed velvet. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, how do you put a price on that? Like, I, I'm not too concerned about the L- Like this, five beryllium shards. Moving on. Okay. Next question. I don't think Mike likes this question very much. Maybe We'll just mute Mike for a little bit, and then we'll have an adult conversation. Hey, hey now. Because we don't know how, we don't know how drops are going to work, but would you guys get be disappointed if you get, like, you know, an interior color drop? Yes. From an activity or something. <laughs> I would so I well, would I, so be disappointed if I, that was my if that was part of my reward. Here you go. Here's here's the pink interior shader, and I'm going. Are you serious? They've already talked to us about that shaders and customization stuff is going to drop um, from activities from enemies and things in the game. But so, yes, but an interior shader. I would be I would be angry at an interior shader. Maybe the that's interior. I'm I, fine. Exterior I'm, I'm not going to mind about it. You know, I mean, it's a shader. It, to me, a shader is a shader, right? Whether it's exterior or interior, it's still something for me to look at and a way for me to customize that javelin to the way that I want. So I'm, I want them to be able to do that, but if they don't, I'm also still fine with that. So Seriously? Yeah. That I is... want to be able to customize my javelin the way I want it to look. Even the, even so, the interior aspect that you see for a glitch of a second yeah, when you're loading. When in. I have it sitting there on my pedestal and I walk around, I'm like, "Dang, look at that flannel! It looks good." <laughs> Did you say flannel or vinyl? <laughs> flannel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's my javelin, all right, and I want it the way I want it. So you're going, okay. you're going the Al Borland style. Yes, of course. For all of you kids out there, look up shows from the '90s. Okay, so <laughs> moving on. Um, Tokyo Game Show came and went. They showed some stuff. I didn't even pay attention too much to the Tokyo Game Show. But they had an Anthem trailer there that showed nothing new. In fact, it showed a lot <laughs> of old footage um, from the... Pre-3 2018 footage. Right. So they showed the Our Story trailer, a little snippet where they fly through and they've got the music going on and blasting stuff. So nothing new there. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't surprised. So I wasn't as disappointed if I was really hyped up for it. But because they didn't hype it up... I was guessing that there wasn't going to be anything there, and it turns out there was nothing there. So they showed that off. That was it. Um, moving on. There's, moving on. There's been a lot of talk recently on Reddit about level caps, and there's been a lot of people speculating that the level cap is going to be 30, which I think is pretty interesting because we've seen um, the level from 2017 to be above 30. So I don't exactly know where a lot of people have been getting this information from is have you guys been seeing anything on twitter anything on reddit or the discords that have been saying that there's a level cap um in the game so far no i have not heard anything about a level cap i've heard them i've also i mean everything's in flux right now right they're still deciding right. making final decisions 
you know, and what whatever they have. I mean, Mark there has said there, yes, there is a level cap, you know, but there's things to do beyond the level cap. And um <clears throat> what it is, they have not decided yet. So I don't know. I think it's just people talking, you know, comparing it to other games and seeing where they did the level cap. And it's like, you know, let, let them do their own thing. And when they tell us, they'll tell us. Yeah. And and as we talk about level caps, and usually we talk about level caps, you hit the cap, you're kind of done with the story, you move on to other things. My question to you guys is, like, you know, should should the journey in Anthem be the reward, like starting from one and going to whatever the cap is, should that be the main reward? Or should the, really the main reward of the game be like, you know, chasing down the gear, chasing down the equipment during the Elder game? Because there's a lot of talk from a lot of the other games that we've played that it seems like you burn through the story as quickly as possible to get to what you really want. And I guess my question is, how much of that initial story is part of the reward for you guys? Because for me, I mean, that... The story is really what's going to set Anthem apart from other games that we've played recently because other games really haven't had that much of a... Nothing that really sucks you in other than, oh, this number is higher than this number. Let's equip this number. And that normally doesn't happen until the end of the game. So where do you where do you guys fall on that? Like, how much do you want it to just be chasing that number or, you know, chasing the next quest and figuring out what that next interaction is? So I will have to say that that speaking of Destiny, which is a game that that although I think we the three of us can agree had its problems near the end when we first got into Destiny, I think it was for us and and I don't want to speak for anybody, so correct me if I'm wrong, but but I think for us, you know, when Destiny won, when we first got into it, it was it was definitely the journey was a reward because there were six of us going in there. We were working hard during the week to get our levels up to do, you know, the raids, the higher end, the higher end game stuff. Um, and we were working to do to be able to do that together. So we would have to work during the week to get our levels up, get our gear, chase that gear. And then we would have our payoff, you know, um, when we would try the raids when they first came out. And we would have our, you know, just our fun times then. And I, and I think if I'm not right, that that was our reward for that. And, and it sounds like Anthem is being built the same way, which makes me excited because there hasn't been a game that I have gotten into um, like that since Destiny. And like I said, we know it has its problems, um, but and, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is, well, is that an accurate statement about, about our time with Destiny? I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying that you like Destiny. I don't know. Th- and, and, and I'm not saying that there is something wrong with me saying it. I actually, I spent a lot of time with it. I think, I think I'm more. I think the reason I'm so jaded on it is because I liked it so much, and because I spent so much time with it, and because and then it turned into something that that no one wanted, and so if that makes any sense, I mean it t- it turned into something that we were just done with because because we felt I think that we were taken advantage of. I don't know if that's the right word, but it, but it just it fell flat. We knew we know that about about Destiny, but like I said before, I think the thing that we enjoyed the most was playing as our group, um, giving each other the business when we would fall off a cliff or when we were stuck in a menu or when, you know, Devin took our whatever it was that he took because that's what he does. And so 
So not so not so much as like the rewards, but your your reward for playing that game was just the social interaction that you had with your group. I, I think for me it was. Um, I mean, there was definitely when when you finally got um, Yargle Gargle for your loot drop, you were like, yeah. And when everybody you know got Icebreaker finally, but I, I mean, I think those things. I think they're they're hand in hand. I think. Um, but I think if one is is more heavy than the other. Then I think the uh, then I think the uh, experience is a little bit lessened that way. I, I think you have to have both. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so for me, I think uh, I enjoy the story. I mean, I, if we're going back to like we burned through the story to get to the end game content um, or the other game content. Uh, I don't. I wasn't like trying to say, okay, let me burn through this and not pay attention. It just became like in Destiny, it was like, there really is no story, so we're just burning through this to get to the activities that are fun for us. Right. Because we can't really all get together to play through the story. I mean, a couple of us can play, but not all of our friends that we're playing with. And um, there was just no point. So it's like, well, let's just burn through this crap and because there's garbage story and that really doesn't mean anything and we'll get to the activities where we can have fun together and keep grinding for that gear. You know, uh, I'm hoping for Anthem that, you know, story matters. Obviously they've put a lot of work into the story and at least based on what they've told us. So, yeah, exactly. At least they told us they have. Yeah. And so I, I'm hopeful that there's going to be a lot of, Hey, we're going to be grinding through story content and we're going to be playing through a lot of story content and, and um, what you do after You've completed the main, you know, objectives, you know, the beginning, the middle, the end of the main first story that they're telling in Anthem, and then get to the Elder Game content and whatever you're doing on the day-to-day basis. Uh, hopefully that still has merit, and, you know, it's not just, okay, we finished it, and there's nothing else we need to do, because that's really kind of, you know, there's a mix of all kinds of things of why I stopped playing Destiny, but really it was, we're getting screwed over on content that we already paid for, um, you know, there was no story. It's just grinding for the same thing. And they made it so we had to play on their terms and at their time to get the items that we should be able to get. And um, so you, I'm, I'm fine ref- with seasonal events, but... Are you referring to the time gating of certain things? Oh, yeah. The time gate crap, or it's like you have to play on this at this time, in this mission, and on this night. And it's like... Um, you know, if I can't play that, oh, well, you're screwed then. Sorry, that's your your loss. And so I I don't like that at all because um, not everybody has the same time to play the game. And if you have, if you're gonna make us rearrange our whole lives to try and sit down and play that game, uh, that's something that uh, I'm not gonna play, and something I'm not gonna support know, support for long at all because i'm already bellied on it from destiny so if that's stuff that's in anthem in that direction then it's not going to be a success for me and it's just going to be instant fail and just be like if you're trying to force me to play your way instead of being able to play my way in the time that i have then i don't want to play your game so yeah fair enough all right Devin, you went on a trip recently and you you assured us that this was going to be anthem related so (laughs) tell us how your trip correlates and bring it all together for us yeah so i went to a couple of national parks today uh, on my journey back for a work trip and i was driving back and i happened to go to canyon 
Canyonlands National Park. And so when we're there, you can see uh, all these lookouts, and you can check out the areas. And they show you these images. And on the YouTube video, I'll put a bunch of my images up there so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Um, but <clears throat> there's the bottom of the, the valleys and the canyons. And then there's like a middle level for some of the mesas. And then there's higher mesas and then even higher mesas. <clears throat> so I was, as I was looking there and walking around, and it really gave me a, a, a new sense of the verticality. And, and that's something they've talked a lot about in Anthem with – playing through the game and having verticality, being able to go underground and go above ground. And and when I was really looking out there, it just kind of gave me a sense of, okay, there's this certain area, but there is so much more to explore because now we can be like, okay, I can walk over to this cliff, but now I can look up and I can fly up to the top of that cliff and see what's on top of there. And from my viewpoint with the lookouts, you know, you can kind of see down on most except for the stuff that was, was taller than your, your viewpoint. And it's like, okay, you, can, you have a different perspective in everywhere you're at. And so when we were driving around, if we were at the bottom of a cliff, there was a different perspective. For you know, After a little while of driving, you could have another lookout that's halfway up the canyons. And it just gave me a, uh, an idea of what it's going to be like uh, in Anthem, you know, or what I hope it'll be like in Anthem, based on what they've talked to us about and what they've shown. And... Uh, Really, I kept thinking to myself, I really wish I had a javelin right now. And then I would walk <laughs> walk away from the edge because I'm like, all right, this is real. This is the real world, and I don't have a javelin, so uh, <laughs> I don't want to run off this edge. And you know, I just want to run and jump, and you know, fly off in a javelin and just you know cruise around. And I can't wait to really see you know what that's going to be like. And instead of just us trying to picture and imagine, you know, okay, how big is this world? And how does this really play in? And uh, when we get to finally play it and you know really understand what they're talking about with verticality, and I think just looking at those kind of things and just looking, you know, down into those canyons and looking up, just seeing the different levels that they have and how it really does look different depending on where you're at. Um, so I think that's something they have going for them with Anthem, as long as they can pull it all off. Yeah, and I think as we look at the 2017 um, reveal trailer, when our when our javelins jump off of the tower for the first time, I mean, you can really see how high up Fort Tarsus is compared to everything yeah. else. And that's not something, that, like you said, we're not used to that in games. We're used to, you know, a flat plane that this is what you have access to. There's, uh, there's a little bit of incline or going yeah. through tunnels, but not on the level that we've seen just from jumping off of the fort. Because, I mean, the draw distance that you can see is it's huge and it's expansive. And it does make you feel like, you know, wow, this this is a really big world. And I, I can imagine, like, standing on those the edges of those cliffs, you're like, wow. You know, if, if you ever go to the Grand Canyon, you stand at the edge of the Grand Canyon, you realize how small yeah. you really are and how big that canyon really is. And it, it does give you that, you know, that, you know what, this could be something special in a game that we haven't seen before. We've seen big worlds. We've we've seen worlds like The Witcher. We've seen you know giant open world games like the Assassin's Creeds, but again, it's flat plains with buildings in there. Now we're talking about giant mountains, floating rocks in the air, um, diving underwater, and just being able to expand on this world and use all the world that they're that they're creating. So. Pretty cool. I'm excited to see the pictures that you took because I've never been to any of those national parks and they look pretty amazing. So, and they're like not far from us. You should um, take your family and check them out. <laughs> really? Where? 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 Where is Canyonlands? 
Can you land? by Moab. That's Moab. Oh, it's just it's Moab. less than four hours away. I drive through Moab all the time. I never stop there. I need to stop there. Moab's like yeah. There's there's a stop like even like a forty five minutes before Moab. So. Moab is like a piece of another planet, like broke it off is, dude. and slammed into <laughs> yeah. the earth. And like, oh, now I'm here on the earth now. Um, yeah, beautiful country. All right. So real quick, we're gonna get into the big news that. Well, I mean, do you are you guys considering this big news? We'll let we'll let the listeners decide if this is big news or not. So Mike. I'm gonna let you read the statement from Casey Hudson. Do you want to read the whole thing, or do you want to you want to like go paragraph or paragraph here, switching off? I'll read it. Okay, can you read it in the voice of a 1950s detective? Oh, just read it regular. 1950s, <laughs> eh? I'll punch in the mushy. Yep, there you oh, go. Man, it was 20 years ago when I joined Bioware. It sounds September like you could start out like that too, right? 20 September years 8th. ago. 1998. She walked into my door. I had just finished my degree in mechanical engineering at the University of Alberta and found out through local TV that there was a video game studio right here in Edmonton. I spent the summer talking with the founders, Greg and Ray, about joining Bioware as a technical artist, and they offered me a job. Is it that easy, really? You just got to go talk to someone, and they're like, hey, why don't you have a job? Back, back then you know, it was. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say in 98 that it was. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Oh my god, ninety eight was that, that was easy. twenty years ago. Oh my god. That was gosh. twenty years ago, man. I feel old. Twenty years ago. Back then we were all we were back then we were a small independent studio, under fifty people, but we were working on a game that was highly anticipated around the world. Baldur's Gate was a few months from release. Even though I was hired as an artist, my first task was to help test its multiplayer feature. Um uh, sir, please come in this room and play this video game for money. Oh, okay, sir. I I can do that. <laughs> I also I also moonlight All as Mickey Mouse. All the testers in the world at Disneyland. <laughs> I was impressed with the version. Let's see, I vision. was impressed with the version for the game. With the vision. Re- the 1950s detective can't read. Okay, that's, I was impressed with the vision. Did I say version? You said version. I was impressed with the vision. Three times. Recreating on the PC experience of playing pen and paper D&D with friends, being able to adventure together with your friends as a team of heroes, even if they were playing from another city or country, was a magical experience, and one that made a strong impression on me about our mission and as a studio. We knew we had something special. Baldur's Gate had it had fun gameplay, impressive visuals, and rich storytelling with memorable characters. And beyond that, we were excited about its potential to bring players together. Twenty years later, I'm having the exact same feeling. It was that burrito plate I had. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Last week, the Anthem team passed its alpha milestone, meaning that every part of the game is in and functioning. It's a ton of fun to play, full of engaging character moments and storylines. But it's also exciting to see people around the office and at our partner studios grouping together for adventures in this new world we've created. Bioware games have always been about capturing a shared experience, whether through a party of fictional characters or other players. And somehow the idea of players being immersed together in the universe of Anthem makes the setting seem even more real. These days, the energy around the office feels a lot like it did back then on Baldur's Gate, where the team was starting to get a sense of the magic they've created together, and there's growing excitement about finally releasing it into the world. 
When is the beta? The beta. And can we all play it at the same time? Uh, Who no gets access to the beta first? Carry on. These are the reach, questions. Reach your hand up really high. These are the questions we need Slam to know the answer it. to. There's a ton of work ahead, but everyone knows that they need to do it and is working with a level of passion and effort that is truly inspiring. The team has been working cr incredibly hard to reach Alpha, and considering the complexity... Oh, Alpha confirmed. Look at that. Confirmed. We probably already knew that, huh? <laughs> yeah. You and considering the complexity and scale of the game like Anthem, hitting this milestone on time is a tremendous achievement. So what's next? Now that all the important pieces are in are in the game, we can move almost entirely to bug fixing, testing, and tuning, which will be an incredible amount of work on a game this big. We have some really ambitious plans for launch and beyond, and we really want to get it right. We will have news soon about when you can learn more about Anthem and try it out yourself. Real quick before you carry on, Mike, with that last paragraph. Like them hitting a milestone on time, like he says it's tr a tremendous achievement, but I don't think it ha like I don't I think he's underplaying that. Like it very rarely happens, I think, where milestones are actually hit in a timely manner. Like any other game yeah. developer that you talk to, there's delays because they're polishing, delays because they want to make changes, delays because things aren't working. But like them actually hitting their alpha milestone, like that seems pretty huge from like outsider perspective. Hearing about so many other delays that games have gone through, like that's kind of a big deal, which means they're probably being managed really well, which is, you know, it bodes well for the game if they're hitting these milestones that they've actually planned for. Like a lot of people might read over that and be like, oh, you set a date and you hit the date. That's great. It's like, no, I think that's actually a pretty big deal that they were actually able to hit that milestone on time. So, I mean, the game's already, the game, I guess the game wasn't ever really delayed. It was never going to come out. You know, and and if if the first announcement was to be believed, the game should be coming out around this time. But I don't think that was a realistic time frame ever. But you know, props to them for hitting their milestone because I think that's that's a pretty big deal. Carry on, wayward son. Carry on. <clears throat> My wayward son. I'll tell you what's I'm... important to me after. You... <laughs> that was a weird noise. My turn. Yep. Your turn. Okay. Sorry, Devin. You can start Until right then, now if you want. No. Uh, so anyways, what I was saying. No. <laughs> Until then, know that your support means everything to us. Seeing so many of you at PAX for the Our World My Story panel, your encouraging words and great questions on Twitter. There's a little sarcasm in there. That might be sarcasm. You know, now that I <laughs> now that you read that out loud. <laughs> it makes a difference because all the effort the team puts into making these games is really fueled by the hope that in the end you will like what we have made. Even though we've passed a huge milestone, there's still a lot to do. So like Halleck says, are you going to play your uh, what you call it? Yes, I'm going to play my what you call it if I can find it. Freelancer, okay. time to get to work. So let's do that again. <clears throat> okay. And as we've passed through this huge milestone, there's still a lot to do. So, like Halleck says, Freelancer, time to get to work. It's like we're a professional podcast. Look at that. Podcasters. Seamless. Yeah. Seamless. We'll it's like we've been doing this for part. ages. I'm not. So, Devin, you you had a you had a comment. Yeah, right. So, <clears throat> what he said there, you know, something important was in that uh, paragraph which is last week the Anthem team passed its alpha milestone, meaning that I'm every glad part it wasn't of the game a, like a kidney in, stone. Yeah, no. We passed the alpha stone. <laughs> um, but so 
earlier in this episode, we were just talking about level cap. Things that we're saying, oh, things are in flux, right? Nothing is in flux anymore. They have everything in the game. It's all finalized. And now, like you said, they're moving on to basically all bug fixing. So that's a big deal, right? So they've decided on everything for the launch of Anthem. This is how it's going to be. This is what it's going to be. And now we can bug test and just refine it, hone the game, and make everything work amazing. But that's not to say that everything in there is what we'll see at launch. Because what if what if a bug is so big that something has to be taken out? Yeah, I mean that would be the only case of right where I mean, but, but like, we, out. like if it just it continues it just to break the game and they work. can't fix yeah. it in time, if it just won't work, if that cape just won't fly the way it's supposed to, yeah. But you I know? think for the, for the most part, you know, they're everything that's going that's there now is probably going to make it, unless like we just said, everything you know, that's there now is happening now. It's what happening ha- now. What happened to all the other so, stuff? What, I don't know if you know this or not, but if. Now, what happened to when? Happening what now. happened to then? We missed it. When? No. Just now. I'm, you know, <laughs> I would say 90% of what's there is going to be there at launch. So, and I, I and agree. And I, I think, think it's, and, and I think it's cool that everything that's that little piece in there is like really exciting. Every part of the game is in and functioning. I like that he said and functioning. Yeah. Because now when they answer questions, they can actually answer questions. Well. Oh, what's this? Oh, well, I can well, actually tell you for sure this is what there it is. That that, that yeah. will be in at lunch. That there are plans to have it in at lunch. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I think the real exciting part is also, like, with 149 days to go, that is a lot of time to squash the bugs. That's a lot of time to polish and get your textures right, you know, to add that. Hey, you know, now if you, if you hit this milestone, maybe you have extra time to add a couple um, cosmetic items. Maybe add that one crazy weapon that if you had time, you would have added it. So, that I mean, that's a lot of time to get a lot of stuff done, which is really exciting. And, you know, hopefully, as we're getting closer, as more information is going to start to release, because like you said, Devin, things are kind of being locked into place. They can start telling us more information, which would be fantastic. They can do that anytime now. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... There, there have been entire games scrapped and then rebuilt in, you know, six months' time. In and a year and a half. <clears throat> Destiny yeah, 1 and, and 2. And this is the time that, you know, <laughs> that's almost six months that they have, or five months or whatever, that they have to polish the game and squash the bugs. And there's a lot of bugs in Anthem. There are a lot of giant bugs, a lot of spiders. you got to squash all the spiders. They're going to have to leave some in for us to kill. you got to climb the building and fight bugs. Yeah. And climb the building and fight bugs. So we're going to fight a lot of bugs. So, you know, this is great news. This is the big news that we've had. Like I said, you know, it's they've gone into the alpha stage. Not a lot of other information other than that, other than they've hit that milestone. I mean, for the for the team, I'm, I'm guessing this is, you know, probably just huge for them to have hit the milestone on time with a new IP, creating a game that no one's ever played before, something different. And they're on, and they're on track to complete that. That's got to be a pretty awesome feeling. So that's like coming in, hitting episode fifty-five, and just like hitting the record button. Now I just pulled my headphones out just, of my ears, just nailing it. Ouch! <laughs> One day we'll hit alpha on the podcast. It <laughs> is not day, this day. We don't have a timeline for that yet. We don't. We have have all the bugs. (laughs) But but it is not this day. But until the next time we record, which will be episode fifty-six, guys, there's a shaper storm on the horizon, and you know what? You know, you know, storms are bad, right? And you gotta you gotta watch out for storms because storms are bad. No, you don't. (laughs) 
Well, okay. Steven. No. Dude, we're not letting it helping you like, say like you are the best. There is no one better at chaining two ideas together than you. No, you I do can, it I, so well. I can imagine there's some better people there. Until next time, guys, there's a shaper storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> what? I forgot that there's a button that I gotta push. On Twitter at Freelancer Codex. On Facebook at and it's, Freelancer Codex. It's a boy button too. Or email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Oh man. Join the Discord. Catch you guys later. At freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Steven Lamson, at MLamson25, at Neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancer. Oh man, I didn't record it's that. Time to get to work. You didn't record. We're still recording now. You, you realize that, right? I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little, little premature, are you? <laughs> Performance issues? No.